funny because um, I, I don't know about you, but for you, for me, you were definitely one of those guys that I knew of. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Like, we were probably in, uh, you know, we were we were probably at a same audition, pretty sure. Those, um, you know, and we have a bunch of mutual friends, and, you know, we yeah, probably... Yeah. Because I went to college, so you know we probably seen each other in uh, in passing, but we've never actually like spoke to each other, said hey or anything. I've even you know seen seen your work, see you act, and I'm like, oh, he's good. I, I gotta invite him on, you know. Oh my goodness! Well, that's very very flattering. Thank you so much. Well, it's nice to finally meet you virtually so that's really cool (laughs) exactly so let me ask you this what um what inspires you as an actor what inspires me wow this is a very um it's a very broad question there's a lot of a lot of things inspire me um i'm a big believer of uh the you grow as with the company that you keep a lot of um, my like really, really close friends and a lot of the people that I respect and love in this community. I tend to keep them close and they inspire me every single day Um, as well as, you know, like going out to see like, you know, different shows, different theaters, different artists in the area. Uh, a lot of DFW has a really, really amazing emerging artists that I love to watch and I love to yeah. see and learn from and grow from. And of course, um, our educators. I'm actually right now taking um, Gail's acting TV film class again. To oh my that. God. And she, I took and she that inspires class me. Twi- oh my yeah. God. I took that class twice too. Is it? She, bro, she's like a god. She's like not human. She's so amazing. She's yeah, truly like like a god for sure. She's she's incredible. She's incredible. I took her um back when I was at Colin um, many years ago. Um, I took her acting one class and acting two class and her TV film class. But being you know um, straight out of high school, like being like eighteen, nineteen, you know, you don't process the same information as you do as when you're yeah. older. So again, like revisiting all of those um, classes and all of her you know, um, her 12 guideposts and everything is just, is really good to, you know, come back to your fundamentals and come back to your training and your roots to stay. Hey, you know? Oh yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> even, I didn't even go back to my, I took her class twice, uh, two semesters in a row. So you know, <laughs> I, I loved it that much. Now let me ask you this. Cause I feel like there's two, uh, me and, uh, uh, do you know Cameron, uh, Koshkamp? I do know Cameron Koshkam, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 well, me and Cameron, we have this joke. We say there's uh, actually two generations. The first generation was the Cameron Koshkam, the Abby Killens, the Jonathan McKinnis. You know, that was the first generation. And then the second generation, you had your, uh, you, you had your Will Shafars, you had your Trenton Arthur Lundgren, you had your Mason Kings, your Xavier, you know, your, uh, yeah, you, you had all those. So which uh, season were you? Would you be season one or would you be season two? See, I'm going to express my age. Well, I feel like I'm an origin story because like there, because <laughs> I, <laughs> I <laughs> because I, I went there, uh, my, my year spanned at Colin for about um 
three to four years. Um, I started at 2010. So, I mean, I'm the, a lot of my like friends that I started calling with were like Jacob Valle, um, Juliet Talley, um, Allison Bray, um, Colin Phillips. I'm not sure if those names resonate anything with you. But yes. That's, oh my that, God. Yeah. I so that's you- the, I wish you could see my reaction, right? First of all, what do you do use for your skin? Because you, I thought you were my age. Oh my goodness! Well, how? Old? <laughs> well, I don't know how old you are, so. <laughs> but well, um, well, well I you. don't. I, I don't really identify with age, but if I had okay. you, I would say twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not that far off. I'm I'm twenty-eight, so. Yeah. Not yeah. not too far off for sure, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely a little older. Yeah, but um, but 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 I'm, that makes it so much interesting because you know Brad would shout you guys out and and he literally used vying and I actually continue to use it and tell people about it and teach it as well. Like he literally, you know talks about you guys so like you said it's like an origin story when i hear you say oh i went to class with the you know valets i'm just like oh my god it's one of them you know it's one of the great gods you know before oh my goodness that's so funny i have to tell him he's actually like my best friend um i miss him so much how is he doing i haven't talked to him since i gotta bring him on the show i haven't yeah i think he would enjoy this um he's doing great he lives in missouri with his wife hey um him and his wife do um it's something called bright lights which is a educational program for kids around the area to uh, bring the musical theater and different avenues of theater, like playwriting and working backstage and all just a fundamental, um, fundamental education for the theater and also to provide them a safe place. So that's what he's doing up there with his wife and he's, he's doing great. Um, Like I, I love him so much. I was literally one of his groomsmen in his wedding, like in the past couple of years, like we still talk a lot. I'm actually thinking Uh, about going up to Missouri soon to, Give him a visit. <laughs> uh, has he always been married, or did he recently get married? Um, he well, he's he got married like two, three years ago. I can't remember exactly. It was, yeah, three, three years ago. I think uh, roughly. I should know this, but um, <laughs> it escapes me right now. But yeah, no, right. he because he, uh, he went to call in, um like from 2009 to 2012 ish or 2011. And then he went to Drury university where he met his now wife there. And he graduated there with a, with a BFA in acting and he moved back into Dallas for a little bit. And then when he proposed to his wife, he moved back. Um, So yeah, Yeah. that's him. (laughs) I love, I love him. He's like one of my favorite people. Yeah, and uh, well, I feel like since you were in class with Michael Valle, you kind of got robbed a little bit, or maybe you didn't, about what uh, Brad Baker would uh, teach us. Uh, did 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 you guys have vying while Michael Valle was going there? Uh, with Jacob? <laughs> um, yeah. The, Jacob yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Um, so definitely when I was there, when I was learning under Brad, um, that term wasn't necessarily like coined yet but he would 
he i think that's when it was like a development for sure um yeah but like it, it, it was the thing i don't think it was robbed like me and jacob like we, we were really good friends and we never had like a sense of competition if it was it was friendly um he would be the type of person who would like push me more to like work harder or try different choices and you know yeah. like so it was never i never felt at least with him in that environment that it was um a competition per se but i will like there there were other experiences like being in certain shows um, i don't know if you heard about refuge um it was it was a show that brad directed and had yeah. four different casts um and so there was he wanted to play like different like family dynamics with different ethnicities so there was yeah i i uh i don't know if you uh did you get to see um uh not inmates but did you get to see uh god of carnage i did not get to see god of carnage i did not yeah yeah, yeah that's what he did with uh god of carnage you know you had a black family a hispanic family a uh a uh white family and it was interesting because he switched out the cast different nights so like each night you had a whole different family and it really brought a whole different dynamic to the and it pushed actors as well so yeah he's done that before i see (laughs) yeah for sure yeah yeah we had um an asian cast we had hispanic cast a caucasian cast and then he called it team sapphos which was um the two leads it was supposed to be um a man and a woman, but he made it two women. Um, so that was, yeah, that brought in the LGBTQ type theme to that cast. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, that was, it was an experience per se. I don't know how PC we're going to get here, but like, oh, that oh, was oh, fucking cursed if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, but like, that, that experience, it, like for me being in, in college and learning, it was, it it was tough. It was tough just because like there were four, you know, like that show was only supposed to be four people and then you times that by four. So it was a group. And then we had understudies. Right. So it was a group of 16 plus the two understudies. So like 18 people. Um, did I do my math correctly? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but so it was like a group of 18 people um, doing these same roles. And there, there was times where like, I would make a choice and like the director would be like, all right, Brad will be like, I don't know if that was the right choice. And then somebody else would make literally the same or similar choice. And then they'll get praised off like the wazoo. And so that definitely, that was, it was challenging and it was really tough, but I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about, you know, not to compare because comparison is a thief of joy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. It was definitely experience for sure. And, and and I just want to uh, touch on uh, the elephant in the room because it's funny because everybody said Brad Baker had his uh, favorites and I actually was in his class. I teased him. He needed um, we were in the black box and he needed a piano move. And um, he, uh, you know, I, I made a uh, comment. I was like, this is why I'm your favorite. Right, Brad? <laughs> you know, just teasing him. And uh, so he decided to address it in class and he was like, I know you guys think I have favorites, and I do. But Mm -hmm. I believe that I have favorites for a reason. And a lot of people didn't like that, but I took it as a learning opportunity because I feel like in Hollywood, there's definitely favorites. Sure. So I, you know, so I took it as a, uh, uh, a chance for me to learn early. 
you know, like, okay, how can I find what this director wants? How can I find what this director is looking for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Most definitely. So I know what you're talking about, about that you do something, uh, you don't get any praise, but other people get some. Yeah, I, I know that all too well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, um, well, when I was going, he would always tell this story uh, like this. We had a student in my class who was, because I, I wasn't too good at picking songs when I first started. I'll admit that. But he was like, we had this guy in my class with the last name Valle, and he was the worst picker of songs, but he would make it work for him because he would sing each song as the whichever character he was auditioning for. So say, for instance, if he picked the song Run and Tell That, you know, he would be like, hey, I'm Valle, I will be auditioning for the role of Sweeney Todd singing Run and Tell That from Hairspray. But he would sing it, you know, in the, you know, character, you know, like, I can see when people look at me how different they make. You know, he would do it in character. And so there was a week where we had to, like, pick the wrong song on purpose and, you know, sing it in, you know, that character and, it was definitely creative and it was definitely fun. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Def I've um, that technique um, that, you know, that Brad coined. Uh, <laughs> um, like, again, what I learned from my buddy Jacob, like, he loved, again, you, the do, it's like the unexpected, doing the unexpected, right? Um, yeah. So he would bring in, I love people like that. Yeah, he would bring in material that's like, what are you, what are you trying to do here? But then, you know, switch it up. I've, um, for there was a there was a tour going around uh, for Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer years ago. I was a part of it for about like good four solid years. Um, but like the first year, it was like a sit down. It was just in Dallas, and I everybody was told to bring in like a Christmas song or like you know just something in the style. And I brought in suddenly Seymour, which is like kinda in the style, but like not really. So when I brought yeah. it up, when I brought it up, I was like, I'll be singing this. I, I you know the the casting director like the ad the music director they were like what are you doing and then i changed the lyrics a little bit and um i booked it it was great and they said yeah. it was like one of the most memorable auditions they had that day so you know it's it's i mean like sometimes it does not work but sometimes like when you plan out it works in your favor and it's wonderful <laughs> yeah like i and to piggyback off what you just said i cannot tell you how many shows I've booked by using the Vi make it method myself, you know? Wow. Like, and actually I had uh, the privilege of, in, you know, interviewing, you know, a couple of uh, Broadway producers and a couple of uh, casting agents, which is coming out soon and a couple of Broadway directors as well. And I always like bring up the Vi method to them. And I was like, so if I were to audition for you and I asked them their take on it and nine times out of 10, most of them say, we will definitely remember you if you do something like that. And in, in a comedy show like Shrek the Musical or Hamilton, if you audition with that audition, you would definitely probably make the cut because you would stand out. But, you know. Yeah. But for a more serious role, I don't know if that would necessarily work, 
but I know like it would, yeah, it, it, it works. The method works, ladies and gentlemen. So any theater kids out there listening to this go, well, you know, I'm going to try to, I'm, I'm going to try to vibe method. Just give it a try, you know, know what you're doing, but give it a try. <laughs> for sure. For sure. No. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's worked out for you. Yeah. This is how, you know, we're two theater geeks. It's been 16 minutes and I, I've only asked you one question. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, at what point in your life did you realize you have fallen in love with acting? Like, where were you when you uh, realized that? Hmm. Well, I have to really think. I will say there was this um, that I started like taking, like really, really falling in love with it was during mm -hmm. this camp. It's called Dallas Young Artist, DYA, that Mark Molino, Vonda Bowling, um, Terry Tuck have um, like created and started like way back when. Um, yeah. So I did that, that music theater camp as a high schooler and I spent a couple of years after as a college intern um, working for them. So that definitely has like that, that, place in that program definitely fueled my fire for you know at least learning more of what musical theater is and like I had a lot of fun doing it and made a lot of friends um the moment that I started I guess feeling that it was going to be my career path I think it had to be somewhere in in college where I think it was my first year or second year I booked my first like I booked, I booked my first like professional gig at um, mm -hmm. GSM Garland Summer Musicals. And nice. I, I remember, I remember like at the audition because there were like powerhouses there. There were people who can like sing and dance circles around me. And I just remember being like, Hey, like I, I got cast. I got, I was given an opportunity and I went for it and I got it. And that gave me the permission to, okay, let's, let's actually do this. And then, um, I got another gig at Theater 3 at the time. I don't know if you know this, but um, Theater 3 had a show going on called Avenue Q. Yeah. And, and they continuously, like, they were running for about two and a half years or maybe even more. Um, when that was auditioning, um, it was me and Olivia de Guzman, who is amazing. It was between me and her. And it was basically like on what direction they were gonna go. And they went with Olivia. I mean, she's amazing, of course. Love her to death. Um, but as they were extending, um, they needed people to fill in the role because I mean, when you do a show, you're contracted for like, I don't know, like six weeks. And when it kept getting extended, you're like, okay, like I need to live my life. I need to, you know, go to like family reunions. I need to, you know, <laughs> attend weddings. I need to, you know, like, life um so life happened and she i think she needed to go to um she needed she had like a family affair happen and so i got called in to um to basically sub in for her for like this weekend and then like i got you know i got cast as like the understudy just in case like things happened and i remember i remember um I have gotten like the script and I've gotten, I've learned my music and it was a month prior to my, um, my, my debut. And I think a week and a half after that, I got a call from the stage manager saying, Hey, you're going on. And I was like, what, what do you mean? So they, Olivia got sick and like, it was to the point where she couldn't phonate. So I needed to go 
in and with the the help of James Chandler, I don't know if you know him. He was yes. actor the show too, also a Colin alumni. He helps me like as much as I can. And then they they had an emergency rehearsal like two hours before curtain to plug me in. And yeah, so I I like that was like my first like equity debut, and I was still in college, which was like mind blowing to me. Um, so that was really really cool. And then just due to happenstance, she had like another family emergency. I ended up going on for three weekends straight. So that was like a really cool experience. And yeah. as well as like when you know like that show kept running on, and every so often they'll be like, hey Mark, we need to, you to come in for this weekend. They'll be like, great, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a really cool. Um, deal and that was happening in college so I knew like I I knew then that's like I can do this I can I can pursue this and make some money and actually be like somewhat successful and again in at the end of my college career I booked Rudolph which was a seasonal show and then it turned into a four-year um, seasonal winter tour so that was really reassuring <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah and, and shout out to James. He's amazing. I actually met him uh, in one of the musical theater workshops we were doing uh, Avenue Q. And I was a little uh, I was a little late, so I could only do um, uh, what's that song? Uh, the Internet is for porn. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Trekking Monster song. Yeah. yeah and, and it's funny because Brad knows my, you know, uh, sick sense of humor. And, and he was like, Jonathan. Doku, uh, come up here and do the internet for foreign. And I was like, well, I guess I have to now, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, and you know, I, I just, you know, I, cause I like to be creative with my, you know, auditions and I didn't have the internet is for porn puppet. I had, um, uh, the orange one, uh, what's his name? The orange one. Um, the, um, the one that looks like Bert almost. Oh, um, um, Rod. Yeah, Rod. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had Rod, and you know Rod has, like, hands. So, I, you know, yeah. I, I was like, grab your dick and double click. Nah. And, like, the whole class just busts out laughing. I was, For sure. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss those times. And I'm sure you can agree with this. When I feel like people should almost envy us because we – have seen some of the best renditions of musical theater songs that nobody else will. I mean, there's countless times where I was in class and I heard, um, you know, I, I heard one of the students sing Burn or I heard one of the students sing a trip for, you know, a trip to the library. And it was almost like I wasn't even in a classroom. I'm like, you have to play this role before I die at some point in time, you know? <laughs> yeah, I will say like we, um, I really enjoyed like a lot of the students that came through that program. Um, and a lot, a lot of them um, I've carried to be like really, really good friends with in the professional world. And um, and a lot of them are very, very successful, you know? Like again, like yeah. Allison Bray and Devon Miller, they, they both now work for Dallas Summer Musicals. Um, like Emily Ivy, like she like, was in Godspell last year. Was yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, and Colin Phillips works at Lyric Stage all the time. Like, like a, they were they're working professionals that came out of that program. Yeah, and like, I'm very like, very happy like, to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I brag on it all the time. I was like, back before you know Miss Rona got added to the group <laughs> chat. I know. You know, I know. you couldn't see 
you couldn't see a show in Dallas without at least there being two Colin kids, if not more, you yeah. know, in every show in Dallas. Like, Colin sure. definitely had a, a good program. I always said that it's John, Brad, Gail, and uh, Robin, and uh, Shannon. They're like the theater Avengers, you know, <laughs> as far as Dallas is concerned. They're definitely uh, really good teachers. Did you ever take Shannon's uh, improv class? Have I? Absolutely. For yeah. sure. I Shannon's improv class and her stage movement class was were one oh, they were some of my favorite classes back in 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 school. Like it like it she's she's incredible. She's amazing. Have you yeah. seen her on stage? Like she's, she's Yes. Incredible. Oh my she's god. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's one thing I like about Colin. The, they won't hire you unless you have your feet wet. Like, I remember there were times when I was trying to talk to Gail in her class, and she was like, oh, I can't go. I have to run to an audition real quick. And I'm like, wow, we actually have teachers that are actually, you know, in the industry. But um, one thing I can remember, me and my friends had a little uh, inside joke. We said the semester doesn't officially start until Gail curses at least one person out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. She cursed me out. Um, <laughs> back, yeah, back in my, my first year. And it was, um, I just got cast in, like, my first, like, main stage. You know what I mean? Like, like the season. And, like, they like back, back in, like, you know, 2010, 2011, like, they would always say, like, it's very hard to get, to get cast in, like, the, like, the main stage shows because... Yeah that you know like just there's a lot of good students and i got cast and i remember in class i was feeling like hot shit and then she saw that and she immediately like deflated my ego which is like she i will. need it she for will. sure um but yeah oh man yeah it's it's and, very it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> i love her <laughs> and like speaking of favorites like gail is that one because they say every director has their favorites they just some just shows it but gail does not have favorites she does not care who you are you know she will say i love you and fuck you in the same sentence you know? oh absolutely for sure she, yeah she would be so inspiring and so like yes mark you got this but you need to cut the bullshit i'm like you're right absolutely gail <laughs> yeah it, it, it's funny like um we uh like somebody actually asked me to describe the teachers and i was like um well see um gail will spartan kick you off the cliff <laughs> um um shannon will meditate with you on the cliff and robin is so intimidating you'll see her and you'll want to run off the cliff you know <laughs> yeah that's definitely yeah <laughs> Definitely. Did you hear that uh, Gail is retiring this year? Though? Yes, yes, I was. I was um, this past uh, um, assembly, I guess, or the end of the year um, banquet, you know, um, because it was canceled because of COVID. And there was a past alumni, J Justin, I believe. I can't remember his last name at this moment, but he organized um, uh, a tribute to Gail. Um, and he invited, like, all alumni that he knew possible and then it was like again when you, if you talk about seasons it's like the pre pre origin story like back from like in the like 2000s like 
mm-hmm. single digit 2000s, you know? Um, yeah. So, so like, I definitely knew. And so, like, during that online Zoom banquet thing, she got surprised and, like, all of us were there. And, like, we surprised her with like, a little teaser trailer of, like, um, all our uh, videos to her. And um, it says, she said, like, with all the videos compiled together, it was, like, three hours long. So it was, like, all wow. these students... Um, just like professing their love of her and how much they respect her and how much she's changed their life. And she truly has like, she, she, like, I'm definitely the actor I am today with her like guidelines and with her teachings and, and everything like that. And that's why I'm like revisiting. Like I could be taking from other professors, but I know I choose Gail because I know that I'm going to get the, you know, the, the training that I need and like the things that I need to touch on because mm-hmm. I trust her and like they work and she's just amazing mm-hmm. yeah and I mean like the uh you know our alumni you know even past that is ridiculous I mean we have Michael Yuri, you know yeah Laura Bailey we, yeah yeah we have uh Greenspan who I actually talked to this morning he's he was the a Latin on Broadway yeah Clinton you know, like, yeah we did yeah. in the heights together yeah he was yeah, nice, yeah. He was uh, nice, snobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trenton was in that show also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, like the alumni is crazy. And it's funny because I actually got defensive because I have a friend that goes to KD and she was like, yeah, um, yeah, Clinton Greenspan. Yeah, he went to KD. And I was like, uh, hold on, bitch. Uh, that's ours. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, we claim him. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like he, yeah, he didn't, he didn't necessarily go to Colin. He just did a show there. But I mean, he's he's D, he's in DFW. He's from here. You know, we're yeah. all we're all family. You know. Yeah, we, we can share. We can share. <laughs> um, with that being said, time for the lightning round. Who's your top three singers of all time? Uh top three singers of all time. Um. Uh, uh, Emily Ivy. Uh, she's a local DFW star. If you haven't heard her sing, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Um, I love um, um, Eden Espinoza. She was one of the um, Alpha Buzz on Broadway. Her voice and her tone is just so amazing. She's so 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 good. And um, I'm just only thinking of women. <laughs> um, and uh, and, and yeah. Sutton Foster. She's her placement in Astonishing at the end is incredible incredible you'll never like meet another person who can emulate that like she's so good she's so good mm-hmm. <laughs> top pop singers give me three pop singers oh man i like troy savant a lot he's really really cool um ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. i do love i do love um lady gaga she's pretty cool mm, and yes, like yes. Her, her new album chromatica like Oh Chef's kiss. man! Chef's kiss. Okay, and, <laughs> yeah. and then Ariana Grande, like she she started from um, Broadway. She did 13, yeah, she was thirteen on, the uh, musical. Yeah, 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's she's I sick actually, too. I, yeah, I actually plan on uh, marrying her in a couple of years. Oh yes. yeah, oh good luck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but but no, uh, Lady Gaga, Chromatica. Oh my goodness, I did not feel Corona. Until I re- listened to that music, I was like, "God, please open up S four or the Roundup for <laughs> just like you opened up the Ark and Noah, so I can throw ass properly." To oh the my goodness! Oh my god! 
yeah like my 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 buddy devin berg she she loves lady gaga and she was like yeah i just can't wait to go to the club and you know like dance my sad feelings away to like this music <laughs> yes yes like i can't wait for the tour like i told my friend chromatica is that girl okay i can't just have like a regular tour i want her to go all out because you know chromatica is like a world that she created i was like i need a theme park i want a ferris wheel that we could go on a roller coaster the chromatica express i wanted to go all out in this concert mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and troy seven is one of my favorites too i actually have not like all of his songs are good like i haven't heard him make a bad song yet mm-hmm. i think yeah. he's very vibey and he's very like he's just so progressive and current and he's really about like gen like gender fluidity and like really yes. who you are um i love it <laughs> i'm yes. all about that so. yeah so you, you you can imagine how i almost exploded when i found out him and ari are doing a song together yeah. i was like what two of my faves yeah it's the, it's the one i don't know if, if, if there's a new one but like that the, we can just Dance do this. this yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. <laughs> yeah, top three movies of all time. Uh, top three movies of all time, all time. Uh, have you seen Parasite? Because that movie, yes, out of this that was good world. Oh my goodness, it's so so good. Um, that was good. Uh, also Matilda from from like my childhood is like one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> i re i rewatched it during quarantine it's I so good it's it. so good yeah. i just you know like i just think like that kind of humor like danny devito is just great um i just love you know have like the um like a coming of age story and especially just kind of like a like an origin story where like nobody believes you except for like this one person miss honey and then yeah. I, I just think, i just think the whole thing is just so whimsical and magical and it has the the, the correct amount of like villains um the parents and the, the chunch bowl like it's just so good it's so good also i really enjoy the musical too um yeah. okay last one um uh the the film that comes to my mind is the emperor's new groove i love it mm. i remember watching it every day uh in the fourth grade so there's that <laughs> criminally underrated uh, it's so of, good um, i think it, it needs to be a stage show i think it'll be it, it does it needs to we be were, a stage show with puppets. yeah me and my uh friend were actually talking about like what movies that are just regular movies need to be turned into musicals that was one of them monster house was one so yeah, yeah we talk about that all the time um yeah. Yeah, if you and speaking of underrated Disney movies, a goofy movie is criminally underrated. Oh man, it's so good. I, I will say I haven't seen that in a while. I remember watching it when I was like itty bitty. So I remember mm. like certain parts, but I don't rem- I don't remember the whole storyline as a whole. I that's criminal. I need to go back. I have Disney Plus. I need to go yeah. back and watch that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay, you have homework now. After this podcast, <laughs> you have to watch that. There you I go. Got- Ida Eye and Stand Out are on my like my playlist is just full of Disney shit. It's so embarrassing. Like it's I have embarrassing. Kinda... It's good. It's good stuff. Like it's like if like Alan Minken was like the composer for Disney for like how long, and exactly. he's like written so many like Broadway musicals, you know. And now that's like turning over to Pasek and Paul. Again, like they're the same people who wrote like Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what was that? The um. The greatest showman, like they're like mm-hmm. up and coming. They they wrote the new um 
for Aladdin, like the um the 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 live action version, they yeah. were speechless for Princess Jasmine, and it was killer. It was killer. Uh, that was the best okay. song in the movie. That was the best uh, yeah, song that whole movie should have been renamed Jasmine because she killed it. Not to <laughs> say that everybody else did a bad job because it was great, but like her in particular, like she is so good. So yes. good. And it's also really, really good to see, you know, like actually, you know, the right ethnicity play, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, intended role. It's yeah. good to see, you know, our, our South south asian brothers and sisters have their you know have their time to shine right like i talked to a lot of um asian actors as well and they say the thing that pisses them off the most is when it's a korean role and a they hire a japanese actress for a korean role and they're like what the fuck dude like like how uncultured culturally sound are you yeah yeah and especially i feel like nowadays um there's so it's so easy to access people or to like really look yes. for the outreach right um yeah. and like there there's a there's a lot more asian american actors or just asian actors than you think there are you just got to do little little digging a little homework exactly um, and if you actually yeah. give them a chance they'll blow it out of the water like look at uh kamiko in uh in uh waitress wasn't mm -hmm. waitress? yeah yeah waitress she killed that role yeah she's great and also she kimiko glenn she's also a tv film actress as well she yeah. was also in like oranges of the new black yes. and other, like tv films type things yeah for sure we're there we're there there's, just, there's not a lot of us but like we're there <laughs> but i will say like it's it's a new a new dawn is coming i'm so sure of it Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And and like even I feel like if they are, there is some prejudice. You got to look at it from a business standpoint. People are tired of seeing the same faces, so of course they're gonna see a movie, you know, that with an all Asian cast because it's new, it's fresh. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Most For definitely. Sure. Most definitely. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's definitely it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> Long <laughs> you know, like, like in you know, just like in in film, cinema, and also in theater. Like a lot of the times that like Asian Americans are portrayed, they're either portrayed as number one, like the kung fu master, which I mean, great, like awesome, but like we're more than that. Or they'll be like the studious, like nerdy type, which again, we're more than that. Or they'll be a butt of like a racist joke, i.e. like 30 Modern Millie. I love that mm -hmm. musical. And I like those characters for sure, but like absolutely like rooted in racist, uh, like racist um, yeah. points and like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Have you ever seen uh, She Loves Me before? She Loves Me. Um, I know a couple songs from it, but I haven't seen it like live. Well, yeah. Okay, okay. Just so you know, J just so I know you like you like classical theater because I know most people don't like classical theater, and I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So whenever I um, bring up "She Loves Me" or "First Date," and somebody knows it, I was like, "Okay, you're you're definitely a official theater kid now." <laughs> official. <laughs> Yeah, there's 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 a couple of like classics I still haven't seen, but I still I like I love like Hello Dolly. Yes. I love um like Forty Second Street. I I like that classic Fiddler on the Roof, like that classical, like golden age era of musicals. I think they're so important. You know, when I was younger, I was like, okay, I don't get it. You know, <laughs> but now 
being a little older, like I see it's, it's, it's timeless. It's timeless. Like those stories, like really, even though yes, like rooted in like uh, a cis white man POV, still great, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> but they're definitely the foundation of music theater. Uh, do we need to like explore more and move forward? Absolutely. But yeah. I can still appreciate for what it's done to this art form for sure. Yeah. I actually got into a, a debate with my friend Adelaide cause she was like, well, maybe, uh, you know, people don't like them because of the racial and, you know, male chauvinist undertones. And I'm like, yeah, but you can actually look at that and see, wow, how far we've come. You know, like we have an all ethnic <laughs> cast like Hamilton, you know, by the way, how did you like Hamilton? Oh, I love it. I think it's so I think it's great. I think it's so progressive at the time, like they're taking like, you know, uh, American story and showcasing it with rap music and also what, how America looks like today. I think it's brilliant. It's wonderful. Lin-Manuel Miranda is truly the, the next 